Let's go plan a launch today. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And I hope y'all got my Robin Sparkles. And you want to know at the beginning, if you didn't, go watch How I Met Your Mother. It's on Hulu, I think, and Netflix. And you're welcome. I mean, don't. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And I hope y'all got my Robin Sparkles. And you want to know at the beginning, if you didn't, Go watch How I Met Your Mother. It's on Hulu, I think, and Netflix. And you're welcome. I mean, don't watch the last episode of this series. That was kind of crappy. If you cut it off like halfway through, then you'll like it. But the rest of it, you don't need to see. So <laughs> now that I'm off my ranty pants uh, about How I Met Your Mother and how much I love that show, let's talk about some launching. So this episode actually had one entirely different schedule for today. That's why this one actually went out a little bit later than it normally did. Because originally I was going to do a Q&A one because I had a lot of great questions. People want to know about like what I use to build my course platforms. They have some questions about my morning routine. I put out an Ask Me Anything on Instagram. So make sure you're following me there. And I got a lot of responses, which is, I was a little shocked. I'll be honest, because I don't have that many followers. I haven't really spent a lot of time growing that platform. It's more of like a social hangout. But I was like, you know what? I want to do some good old documenting rather than creation. So big up to Gary Vaynerchuk for coming up with that terminology. And that is, instead of actually creating content, why not show people your process or sort of walk your walk while you're talking about it? <laughs> Almost a talker talk there. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that for Love Your List because I know launching is a big and scary and I love your list. My email marketing course that's laser focused on helping make email marketing the most fun and profitable part of your online business is officially coming back, guys. I am popping the doors open on March 21st. You want to make sure you get on the wait list. Not only are you going to be able to get in early, but you are going to get a substantial discount like substantial. So head on over to loveyourlist.co. When you do, you are also going to be able to get a bonus lesson from Love Your List 1.0 as we're going to talk about all about copywriting. So I figured today we would go ahead. I'll talk about the stuff that I'm doing for my launch, how I'm keeping myself organized because y'all know I'm a hot mess express. Thank you Trello for keeping me less hospitality expressy, I guess would be the terminology for that. We're going to be talking a little bit about what to do include in your pre-launch content because I know that's a lot of questions that you have, how big you need to have, do you need to have like launch triggers, how much time you should have, mindset stuff, all of that greatness. So let's go ahead. We're going to thank our tool of the week, which spoiler alert, it's Trello because I'm using it a lot. And then we'll dive in. If I walked over to your laptop, how many tabs are I see open? One, two, 27. And let's be real, you're probably listening to this podcast with one earbud in and you're driving or doing the dishes, but secretly you're mapping out your next new course, which will definitely propel you to six figures and beyond. Unlike those eight other half finished stinker courses that are just clogging up your hard drive on your computer, those things are going nowhere. But then you remember you haven't actually done a blog post in like two months. So you should probably do that. But your traffic's like five. So that really doesn't matter that much, especially since you're now getting the red arrow of death from your Facebook business page. So clearly you now need to do a live, but you've got to clean up the house and make sure that the kids aren't around and get that done. So then maybe you'll go back to the course, but then I don't know about the blog post, but like it's really going to be that effective. And then you just get so frazzled and so overwhelmed. They just like screw it. I'm watching the Gilmore Girls again. 
hashtag team Jess forever. The problem is, is that you're trying to run your business from a pretty notebook that you got from Target that you've lost and the scrap pieces of paper that you now use to kind of make up for it, which have a never I need to do list that never gets done because you're so scattered. What you need is a simple system that was created for somebody like you, an uber passionate, super scattered, shiny object prone, creative entrepreneur with a passion for business, but organization's not really your strong point. Created by somebody who actually gets it. The most anti-type A personality that there is, me. What you need is trailing for traffic. Trailing for traffic is literally your business in a box. See, I like that pretty notebook that we still can't find. Trailer for Traffic actually comes with boards and workflows that you can use to run your business. I'm talking about breaking down everything into the nitty gritty smallest parts so nothing slips through the cracks. Everything from what you need to do when with a mega launch to how to use Pinterest without actually having to pay for a scheduler. And of course my favorite, how to plan out your quarter, week, and day. Cause if I'm looking at everything in my week, I'm gonna skip around. That's why my day board is my favorite. Now to get your hands on all of these 22 boards and 15 workflows, which have been called life-changing by not one, but several of the 100 students that invested in this course the first three days it was open. Craziness, right? Head on over to trellingfortraffic.com. That's trellingfortraffic.com. And guys, I didn't even tell you the best part. It's only 24 bucks. Isn't your sanity worth 24 bucks? especially when I'll give you that recognition and revenue that your business deserves. So head on over to trelloingfortraffic.com right now. <laughs> okay, so I tried to make this up. At first, it was actually steps for you guys because I try to be succinct in these episodes, even though I'm a bit of a talker who talks fast. But it didn't make sense as step, like step one, do this, step two, do this. It's more of like phases. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about phase one. So first, we actually need to back up a minute. If you do not know what launching is, do not feel bad. I feel like that is a buzzword that gets thrown a lot and no one sort of talks about it. In my opinion, it's just really building momentum for something awesome, okay? So launching is based off of a rocket. You put all of this fuel into it. I think it uses about like 85% of its fuel and energy just to get the rocket up. And then it goes and it's amazing. So I want you to physically think of a launch. So traditionally in the online space, a launch usually has to do with a course that say open and close, meaning it's only available for like a week. It can be a group program, but you can also launch, you know, a new product service or say you did some revamping on packages that can be a launch. It could be an ebook that you always have, but you are going to put a little bit more extra effort in building hype around this. Maybe you're going to toss in a limited time bonus. Maybe you're not, but it's really just getting the word out about your thing a lot. Okay, we're going to talk about the definition of a lot as well in this. So really phase one here, guys, the very first step, and you're going to be kind of shocked at the first kind of steps that I took when planning out this launch. And the first one was mindset, just like straight up. There is nothing, nothing quite like the mind F of launching. Not only do you get overwhelmed because, well, you let yourself. And you're like, oh my goodness, this has to be hard. I need to have this and like a million triggers and like a million emails. I need to have all this pre-launch content and this, 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 and ads and retargeting sales pages and click triggers and quick bonuses. Like there's that. There's that. But the fact that you spent usually so much time and effort creating or hatching the product or offer that you're going to have, because you can pre, like, pre-sell stuff in a launch. That's not a problem. Is what if nobody buys? What if you're a fraud? What if nobody gets the results from whatever you're doing? I don't care if you're teaching knitting. I don't care if you're teaching sewing. I don't care if you're doing canning and people end up hating canning. There's always that mind F of what if 
this doesn't deliver? What if I don't deliver? What if I'm not good enough? What if people don't buy? And we tie our self-worth into this whole launch thing so much that we get in a tizzy and half the time people don't do it. Or they'll do it and then like the first day, hopefully they'll make a couple sales. Maybe they won't make any. And they'll just came out. So they're planning on keeping their car open for a week and they literally peter out because they put in all of their energy in this pre-launch, building this hype. They said the doors are open. Nobody bought, nobody bought. It's day four and they're still looking at nothing and they're just banging their head against the wall and they just give up and they go in a cave as opposed to sitting down and taking the time, putting on their white lab coat, sort of separating themselves from who they are and their self-worth from their business in this launch because y'all, you're worth 80 gajillion million dollars. Like you are not the sum of your launch. If you have a shitty launch, it does not mean that you are a shitty person. It just means that we get to tweak some stuff. So that's not like an issue, okay? And comparisonitis is going to come in and what if somebody else is launching something similar at the same time or like, before they was talking about this and like, I was going to do that and then Amy, you know what I mean? Like, it is a mind F. <laughs> so you need to spend some time. I don't care if it is with a coach. I don't care if you're going to tell yourself, you know, I'm going to watch motivational videos like every hour, I'm going to set my phone to say like affirmations. I'm going to journal like a beast. You need to set up something to protect your spirits because you need to be able to keep up the excitement and the momentum, even when it looks like things are going bad. And even if things do quote unquote go bad and nobody buys, I want you to go back ahead and listen to the episode that I had with Eden Fry. And I'm going to go ahead and put a link to it in the show notes where she had a launch that blew like it was awful. She turned that product and those materials around after getting on the phone with people and finding out what fell short into something that pays her thousands of dollars per month now. Okay, so there's no such thing as a bad launch. And if you've had launches before where you have given up, now you need to work on your mindset of letting go of that and forgiving yourself. Like, be like, you know what? I did that last time, but you know what? What happened in the past cannot predict my future. I'm going to go in at this with love and excitement and fun and hype. Don't get me wrong, there could be some late nights. But when you go in with the energy, people can just feel it. Like I was watching a presentation today. Again, this episode, it's not the one that was supposed to go live. And like, the latest energy was like so off, like it was ridiculous. She was just copycatting everything you knew she heard from another guru. It was so vanilla, it was like awful. It was, oh, oh God, I couldn't, I could not. You could physically feel it being bad. And I want you to physically and mentally go into this launch that you are putting so much time and effort into in the best spirits possible. Make sure that your health is on point. Make sure you're drinking water. I made sure that I was getting my routines down before this so that way when it actually mattered and I need my body to perform at its best, it would be, okay? So that's really sort of like the biggest thing is like preparing yourself <laughs> and your family. We're gonna talk about that. That's also in phase one as well. So after you realize what you're kind of do for mindset stuff, you know, maybe it is you're gonna do meditation. Maybe you're gonna turn to your tarot cards. I'll put a link to my favorites down at the bottom. Step number two that I did sort of for myself because I'm a hot mess express is I got some tools for success. I did not buy anything extra, guys. My tools for success were I went ahead and I went to good old Walmart and I got a multimedia pad that actually Julie stolen. I think I'm saying her name wrong, but um, she has like click funnels and stuff. She's super cool. Julie, she had this mixed media notepad and I love it. So I got a big ass notepad that actually had the binding as opposed to like the flip up. 
So it's literally just a launch notebook. So I can write anything that comes to mind, any doodles, any turns of phrase, anything sticky that I want to include. And I can just work out my ideas in paper and not worry about space. Because again, you need that mental space. So I have that notebook. And then I have my Trello board that I am using for this launch. What I did for this launch, I didn't include it in the Trello board that y'all got for trailing for traffic, but I'm going to update it so you do, is start taking screenshots when people say nice things about you and nice emails and make them live in a Trello board. I was the worst at testimonials and I had to go back and like refine a lot of stuff because I would just take a screenshot and then I wouldn't label it on my computer. Sometimes I put it in a smile file. Sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't get around to it. But when I snap a picture of it and I send it right to my Trello folder, I literally have a Trello list that just says nice things about me. <laughs> I send it there. It's just, it's the best. So definitely make sure you have that. The other thing that I'm doing for this launch is I am setting up a Google Drive folder. This is because for like the first time, I do think I'm going to let teammates help, which is shocking. So instead of having this on my desktop, I sort of had it for everyone. So the way it's kind of set up, it's not like as micro-y as, it, you know, it could be. I don't want to say should, but as it could be, is it says, you know, love your list, March 2019, because I want to have that. You go ahead and you click on the folder. I have one that says pre-launch. I have one that says launch triggers, and then I have one that says launch, literally. Okay, so I have the three phases of this launch. So, and then when you go ahead and you click onto that folder, right now it's just sort of bare. There's some additional folders, but it's stuff like topics. So we're going to talk about this when we get really to phase two. So it's like, what do I want to talk about on the podcast? What do I want to talk about in my pre-launch emails? You know, then for my actual like launch folder, like what emails am I going to be sending people? How am I going to keep up excitement? What am I still going to be doing? I feel like a lot of people will spend a lot of time with their pre-launch content. And then when the cart opens, they forget you got like anywhere from what, three to seven days. Some people launch for two weeks, which is ridiculous. So when you take some time ahead of time to plan some stuff that you're going to talk about, maybe some social media posts, trying to like get some stuff together, I think it's just nice and organized. So that's sort of the way that I have my folder. I do have, I went archiving and this was really in phase two, but I'm going to include it now. I went to find all of the old emails for Love Your List. Since Love Your List is getting not only a facelift in its branding, but also in its structuring, it's literally Love Your List 2.0. Get on the wait list for a discount. We'll talk about that in a second. I wanted to see even the old emails that I had, what I was talking about, some content I went through here. So I still want to do some archiving. If you've never launched before, then you don't have to necessarily worry about this. But we'll talk about more of that in phase two. So after I just went ahead and set up my organization, because like now I've got this Google Drive folder, I kind of have to do it. It is grabbing a calendar, which is another cool tool you can get at the Dollar Tree here, guys, is picking the dates and your launch trigger. So when you're picking your date for your launch, your launch trigger, I'll talk about that in a second, really does kind of dictate when your cart opens. If you're going to do an open close thing or say this is always just a package that you have available in general, if you're doing a special event to really push people to sign up for it, you kind of need to know that date in your head. So say if I had a, you know, a one-on-one -on -one coaching package or if I had a freelance, say I was a web designer and I was, you know, looking at my calendar, I was like, I kind of need some new clients coming up soon. Maybe I would want to do a masterclass. So just one webinar, kind of get stuff out there and have a couple emails afterwards. That one webinar is what we would consider a launch trigger or a sales mechanism. So I could literally just say, all right, I'm going to do this on Tuesday. There'll be like a special discounted rate and then like Friday stuff goes away. Okay. But if I'm doing a five day challenge or a four day challenge or a video series, then I need to think back and be like, okay, so if I want my car to open on Thursday, like, is that feasible if I'm doing a four day launch? No. 
if I wanted it to open up on Tuesday and I'm doing a four-day video series, I don't want my first videos going out on Saturday and Sunday. Like, that makes no sense. People aren't necessarily thinking about business. Maybe Sunday night, but like Saturday, you know, I like to hang out with my family if I can, although kind of addicted to hanging out with you guys. So, <laughs> so you know how it goes. So those are some things that you need to be thinking about. You also, speaking about your family and friends, you need to think, what's going on in my life around that time? Because the like week before your pre-launch happens, so like whether you're doing a webinar or just an email series or a series of Facebook Lives, because that counts as a launch, whether you're doing a four-day challenge, doesn't matter. That sort of week before all this bad boy goes down, you're going to be a little hectic, like let's just be honest. And then the week that you actually open up your cart, <laughs> and then you need to be able to welcome in your new students and make sure that you have some things to deliver or to take care of your clients and have an onboarding process. So people need to know for like three weeks, you know, you're only going to get mommy time at eight o'clock. I will definitely read you a story every night. But these are the things that aren't going to happen. These are going to happen. So you need to be able to set expectations. So, you know, you wouldn't want to launch necessarily during Easter. Maybe if it's during an election, that's not going to work out. I've had people say this. If you know for a fact that you teach people how to start a business and you know that Marie Forleo always tends to launch like right around this time, maybe you don't want to launch right around now. So sort of just look at the broader picture of things, not just like, oh my goodness, I need more money in my wallet right now. Because it's like the worst way to plan your launch, the worst way to plan your launch. So after you go ahead and you have your dates and you talk to your family, have your little organizations, which I guess you could technically skip that step at the beginning if you wanted to, you've worked on your mindset. It really comes down to, and I was debating if I wanted to put this in phase one or phase two, and I don't really think it matters. I feel like it's the bridge. It is working on shaping your offer and your sales page. <laughs> so notice how in none of this did I talk about creating your content, <laughs> which maybe you already have our course done and that's fine. I wouldn't particularly do it this way, but you need to shape your offer and your sales page in tandem. So a lot of people will spend all this time creating like their pre-launch blog posts, their emails, like they'll do all that sometimes through the emails, let's just be honest. And they leave their sales page to the last minute. And like, well, I did all this other work. My sales page doesn't need to pull any weight. Yeah, no, your sales page still needs to pay weight because even though chances are someone went through all of your stuff and they really want to buy from you, there's usually something mentally that is holding them back. Usually it's that they won't get the results. Like, let's just be honest. And they don't want to waste their money. That's just straight up like the number one thing. So you need to make sure that your sales page is set in a way that is actually going to help people make the decision. Yeah, this is for me or no, it's not. So the reason why I like to actually do my sales page while shaping my offer on my packages, it really sort of dictates, you know, am I overloading this? In particular for Love Your List 2.0, I'm revamping the entire course. Yeah, sure, we're still talking about freebies and landing pages and obviously copywriting and the Little Black Dress series, which is my favorite <laughs> series ever. But it's like, how do I want to put this together in a system? I feel with the first Love Your List, it wasn't spaghetti at the wall, but it was literally like everything I knew about years and years and years of marketing and copywriting and sales technique and all this sort of stuff. And it wasn't as cohesive and as simple as it needed to be. It was almost a sketch too overcomplicated for what it needed to be. And that's not what I'm about. I'm about fun, simple, and profitable. So for me, that's what I needed to sit down with Love Your List. So a lot of this phase in phase one-ish slash two was really reshaping the course, how I wanted to go out, the milestones. Like for example, this time around, I have decided that I'm going to have two-tier pricing. And that really actually comes with shaping your offer. So I'm gonna have, I don't wanna call it basic. So like I'm trying to figure out a better name for it. So you can shoot me over a DM on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster, if you can think of it. But it's almost like, it's almost like a self-study area. So it's, it's all the content 
it is some bonuses. And obviously there's access to me in the Facebook group. So like, you know, you can ping and ask a question like, hey, is this a good subject line? That sort of a thing. But I wanted to go a bit further because after re-talking to the students of the beta of Love Your List, they, while they could always have access to me in the Facebook group, it wasn't the same as having like a live coaching element. So in this particular launch of Love Your List, which again, I don't necessarily know if I'm going to do this again, because this is a big first sort of live launch. It's, it's coming out party. I am going to be offering, I believe, see, even still working this out, it's either going to be a three or four month, I believe it's going to be three month coaching package with it. It's going to be a group coaching package where we meet every single two weeks. We talk about your struggles. I can actually learn about your business more. I can hold you accountable. I believe we're going to have bonus pop-up sessions every now and then where it's like, all right, guys, on the 12th, we're all writing email number three. Come and write email number three. Because what happens is a lot of people get all gung-ho about a course and they just sort of dwindle down or they don't have that follow-through method. And I'm like, how can I get these people bigger, better results? And that is having me on your butt like I cannot do in a Facebook group. I just can't by seeing you face-to-face, listening to you, coaching you through, helping you blow through that mindset, getting that marketing down, pushing through in case that things aren't going well, tweaking things like I need to be able to be more so in your business. And I realize that not everyone needs or is at that level in their business where they want the super fast track because really that's what the VIP level is going to be about. So if you can think of a better name between like basic and self-study as opposed to the VIP level, which that's going to be called that, then go ahead and let me know. So obviously the VIP level is going to be at a much higher cost because there's a much higher time commitment for myself and I'm much more invested. It doesn't mean that the students in the sort of standard level are like never going to hear from me ever again. Like that's not true, but it's just there's just something so magical and different about coaching guys. Like (laughs) there just, there is, if you've never experienced before, you're not going to get it. I know that sounds odd, but nothing pushes you like being accountable to another person. And I love group coaching because I'm not the only one with great ideas. And honestly, because you meet like the coolest people ever in group coaching, like I'm just straight up saying coolest people ever. So that is where it's at. And so I can sort of wrap this up. So I needed to package Love Your List in a way with its bonuses, the way the modules were going, how I actually wanted the layout of the pages because it's getting completely revamped. And the sales pages really dictated that because it really put in the forefront of my head what is the framework that I want to teach because, you know, I'm just giving you an email marketing system. You don't have to use my system. It's just the best. You just need a system. Okay. Like that's all that you need is the system. So by writing the sales page in tandem and not necessarily like, Oh, like, is this the headline I'm going to use, but actually like structuring out, looking at people's pain points where they want to be, what sort of holding them back, what results they can get from each section. It really helps you shape your offer, whether it is a course that you've already done or if it's an ebook guys, I do not care. It can be a group coaching program yourself or a website design package. It does not matter. Writing that sales page first and while you are setting your offer up is just invaluable because then you realize why am I covering this or I should cover this. Oh my goodness, I forgot to tell them about this. It really helps shape everything. So that's where we're sort of getting into phase two. I know this is a longer episode, but again, I wanted to tell you what I was doing and uh, my launch, I have decided to make it a launch that is a little bit more intensive, but there is no right and right way to launch. You don't have to do a video series. You don't have to do a live challenge. You don't have to do webinars. There's somebody that just launched one of their courses, Steph from the Courage and Clarity podcast. I think I said that in the right order. And she literally, her launch was she talked that she was going to be doing a masterclass. She did the same webinar three days, like three times in the same week, three times, same week, 
same content. I think she tweaked it a little bit because she said that her sales messaging was a little bit off. And that was it. It wasn't like she had this big, big, fancy, like, email system going in the background. I mean, I'm sure she sent a couple of emails, but, like, it was not fancy. I do not believe she had ads. So, like, you can literally make it where you're just going to do a webinar on one topic and that's it. And you're going to do it, like, twice. <laughs> okay? People love being able to interact with you live and on multiple times. And is that something that, you know, I'm working into my launch as well. I definitely know that I'm going to do a masterclass. I'm trying to decide, do I want to do it twice? And I, I'm leaning towards, yes, it's probably going to be the same exact masterclass. And we'll talk about this in the upcoming weeks, what the topic is going to be about. I know I'm keeping you in suspense, but I'm literally just going to do it twice. I'm thinking I'm going to do it on that Tuesday after the card opens. And I'm debating right now about whether I want to do it on the Thursday or the Friday. The Friday is the last day that the cart is going to be open. So I'm thinking potentially on that Thursday, okay? But it's, it's going to be the same one. It's going to be the same one. It, it, I'm telling you right now, same one. So guys, that is that. So then after we sort of have the nuts and bolts of everything, that's where we go into this phase two, where I call it more of the launch asset building. So launch asset building are things like, what do I want to do in my pre-content? So I'm not telling you to write your stuff in phase two. It is literally just mapping it out on a good old calendar. Again, <laughs> I either use a physical calendar with a pencil or a lot of the times I'll do this in Trello because I like it how I can just move the cards around so fluidly. It's not as easy to do in like a Google calendar. So what up to Trello? <laughs> Where I can just sort of move stuff around. So I'll think to myself, okay, so I know that I'm going to be launching on the 21st of March. So how many weeks do I have now until then? I know that if I'm going to be talking about email marketing and about like the course and all that sort of stuff, what type of things do people need to hear about to be interested and to get into the mindset of email marketing? And this can be anything, guys. This can be like paleo. Like if you're launching a paleo diet course or eating course, if you don't want to call it diet, sort of think of like the broad overall topics. What would people actually be searching for? How to lose weight, how to actually feel better, how to feel healthy. We're not talking about paleo yet. It's like, you know, how not to feel crappy in the morning, okay? So it's sort of like your top layer. And then you go down a little bit further where it's like, okay, so we talked about, you know, five ways to have more energies. One of the five ways was to start eating paleo. Okay, so then my next week's topics is going to be like, you know, you know, is paleo right for you? That'd probably be like a fourth week. So it's like, you know, the next week would be like three easy paleo recipes that people can have. The week after is, you know, is paleo right for you? Three myths about paleo. So we're sort of attacking things from a big overall broad sort of area. Then we're getting down a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Now, if you're in the B2B space, like I am, mine, you're going to notice my pre-list content is a little bit different because like, I've been slightly hinting at Love Your List, and we're going to talk about something else that you need to do, probably in phase one, after your packaging, is like, I've slightly mentioned it, like, I always talk about email marketing, but part of my pre-launch content is right now is literally giving you my launch plan, okay? So now you know what's coming. You know what we're going to be talking about. If you like my style, you're going to get on the wait list, which is also in phase one slash two. The second that you have your date set, and you know kind of what's going on, or at least you know your offer, even if you don't have your concrete dates yet, set up a VIP or wait list. These are going to be your people that are most likely to buy. This will actually show you that there's interest and you want to have one of those lists. Now I set mine up. You can go see over at loveyourlist.co. I give a bonus because I want people to feel natured and taken care of, well nurtured and taken care of while they're on that wait list because I didn't know when Love Your List was going to reopen again, but I still wanted to keep people's interest. And even though 
I consistently talk about, you know, email marketing and passive income and copywriting and running a business without burning yourself out, like, I wanted to do a little something special for my VIPs. And so that's another part of coming up with your packaging is, you know, do you want to let them in early? Do you want to give them a bonus? Is it just the fact that they're on there? Do you want to, and this is really great if you haven't launched anything before, is once you get people on this wait list, which you would just, you know, in blog posts that talk about this stuff and videos that talk about this and your social media, you just be like, hey, join the wait list. You can actually reach out to them and be like, hey, can I hop on a 15 minute call with you to talk about your diet? Can I talk to you about knitting? Can I talk to you about canning? Can I talk to you about why you hate email marketing? And then you literally will coach them for free for like 15, 20 minutes. You will get so much information out of it. It is golden. It is golden. Now, I know that you guys are like, oh my goodness, like I'm such an introvert or all this sounds like a lot of work. Remember, there is no one size fits all for this launch, guys. Utilize what works best for you and just go ham on it, okay? If you literally just want to be like, you know what, next week, I'm going to do a Facebook Live series where I'm going to go live every other day. I'm going to talk about these three things. And at the end, I'm going to tell them about my coaching package. Then do it. There's a lot. Like, that's it. Okay? That is it. It is about doing it in a way that feels good for you and making it fun. So besides your pre-launch content, the stuff that you're going to show out into the world, you also, and again, this is just like topics. We're not actually creating anything yet. This is just like, okay, so I want to address this. I want to address this point point. I want to give this tip, that sort of thing. You also want to think about the social media that's going to be going around it. Is it going to be a spinoff? Like, you know, all this week, do I want to talk just about launching stuff or, you know, do I want to, you know, so you got to think about that as well. Again, just sort of map it out. It doesn't have to be like so nitty gritty that it freaks you out. And you're never going to do it. Like I don't want you to get stuck in the weeds, but you want to think about that. The other thing that you want to be thinking about in this particular phase, and I feel like people wait till the end to do this, is you want to map out your email series. So there is the pre-launch email series, which very well could just be stuff that is mirroring and dictating your content that you're having out into the world. Definitely you want to make sure that you are breaking some mindset issues or some stigmas that people have. Like, oh, you know, I'm a single mom. You know, I can never start a side hustle. I've got no money, all of that sort of stuff. So if someone has that mindset, but like you teach about affiliate marketing, well, that's like the best thing ever. So it's like, you know, how to make money from home. How do you make money from home? What to do with your kids around? This is like the golden goose is you need affiliate marketing because of this is the reason this, this, and this, okay? So you need to be thinking about people like people and not just being like, hey, I'm here. Let's do this and like flop your junk. <clears throat> no pun intended. Okay, there was a double entendre there on the table and being like, let's get at it. That's not what we're doing here with people. So I will also go ahead and I'll actually map out my emails. I'll be straight up honest with you. I actually mapped out the different types of emails that I wanted to send first. And then I went and planned my pre-launch sort of content. And I actually had a video series that is getting revamped for this particular challenge. And I just went ahead and looked at that as well. Some of the stuff in the pre-launch phases, um, it's going to mirror a little bit of that. And that's the thing, guys, no one's stalking us. Like no one's listening to every single episode of Inbox Besties, reading every single one of my emails several times, reading every single one of my Facebook posts, every single one of my, you know, 25 Instagram follower posts <laughs> that I have. You can repeat yourself, guys. You can repeat yourself. What you cannot do is every five minutes be like, in five hours, it's closing. In two hours, it's closing. In four, like, no one wants to be yelled at, okay? You need to think of other ways to express this. And in Love Your List, we talk way more about this. We have a funnel and launching bonus package. We talk way more about what to actually send in those last chance emails, what to be talking about, you know, when you're out and about in the world, if you will, because what's really great about these emails is that usually you can build your content off of these things. So you can like recycle this and use it like all the time. <laughs> They're really quite versatile. So after you go ahead through your planning 
face. Now, at this point, we already have, you know, we have our launch dates. We know what our package is going to include. You should have uh, like a wireframe, I'm calling it, for your sales page. Again, you might want to go in and like pretty it up and do the design stuff. But in general, there's like a Google Doc or a Word Doc where it's outlined on there what you're going to include. You've been already set like on your mindset. You've asked for support from your family. That's also where that sort of first step comes from. You've got your notebook. You've got your Trello that's going to be working out for you. You know what you're going to do for your pre-launch content. Again, sort of broader, more specific, more specific type of scenario. You've got your launch emails mapped out. They're not necessarily written. Well, then it's time to start pulling the trigger and getting stuff out there. So we talked about this in episode, I believe it was 71. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I should probably check before I hit record where I talked about creating conversion content and how I do it so fast. It's a lot of batching. So for you, you need to sit down and look at it like, okay, so if I want to create all of my podcast episodes until the launch is over, because you got to realize that you're going to need time with your students and time with your family and time to relax and just be like, after you're done, you can go ahead and start there. For a lot of people, they'll tend to say, avoid the emails until the last minute. I don't necessarily think that that is the smartest idea. Obviously, you want to tweak things as things go because you might find out like, you know, I might think that everyone wants to do this, you know, for funnels because they don't know how to write stuff. But really, people want to join Love Your List because they don't know what to say to people. It's not that they don't know how to say it. So you're going to notice that through your launch. But the more that you can have done for yourself, the easier it's ultimately going to be. And I don't want you to think that you have to like be in a rabbit hole forever. It's just knowing yourself, knowing your process. Now, if you've decided that you want to have, we're going to say like, I don't know, six launch emails. I'm just saying this off the top of my head. So you're going to have maybe like two of them where you're kind of like warming people up one where the car opens and then you're going to have like a Q&A, a sneak peek and like two like last chance emails type of scenario. Then you kind of know how much effort you need to put into these things. But if you don't sit down for a second and sort of plan this out, then it's not going to work. Okay. So that's really what I want you to think about. This is also in the phase usually around um, shaping the offer and just sort of shaping the funnel. You, well, not funnel, the launch. You would think about, you know, am I going to do ads? You know, what am I going to do to get more traffic to my related blog post? Do you want to do promoted pins? All of that type of scenario. But again, if this is your first time even thinking about launching, keep it simple. Keep it simple and rely on what you're best at. I'm not going to tell you to do a webinar or a masterclass if you hate being on video and you hate talking to people and you get tongue tied and you're just going to have that nervous, weird energy. If you are a writer, just do one that is strictly emails. <gasps> Shocking, right? I'm giving you permission to do this one in a way that feels best for you. I'm just letting you know that I want to put a little bit more chutzpah behind this launch than I am. You're going to see later on down the year that it's going to be launched in different styles because I'm checking out different styles. I'm seeing what I like, but I wanted to go big for this one because it's version 2.0. This is my baby. This is what I was known for. And that's a lot of the mindset stuff that I had to work on with this course because I was like, oh my goodness, like th this is my, like, it can't be sucky. Like, I mean, I love the email marketing fairy and like Trello. Like I'm not known for Trello. I just happened to be a hot mess express and needed it myself and gave it to y'all. But like, this is my baby. And so I needed to actually separate myself from the fact that this course, this, you know, coaching package that's on top of this, like, it's not my baby, my babies are my babies. This is just a vehicle that I am choosing to get behind to help you in one facet. And I realize that not everyone learns the best from courses. Again, that's why I'm adding the VIP coaching level this time around. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this all up with a nice little bow because I did not check the timer, but I'm sure I've been talking for like 80 million years. And I did very light editing on this episode because I really wanted 
it to just be us talking, having a conversation. I actually have a cup of coffee here that you might have heard a couple times in the background. So really when it comes to launching, there's sort of four phases and it was sort of glazed over that. So really phase one is all about like that mindset, a little bit of organization, you know, setting your dates, really shaping your offer, which isn't just like, I have an ebook. You know, what are you including? What bonuses do you want to have? You know, are you going to have, you know, time things? Are you going to have a VIP level or you're just going to have one level or you have painful you know, incentives. Okay. And that sort of stuff. And it does not have to be a lot. It does not have to be a lot. I was watching a masterclass because I still watch other people's masterclasses. And this woman was selling a premium course, if you will. So I think it was over $2,000. And it was like, you got like one extra bonus. And then if you paid in full, you got to have like a half hour with her. And that was it. She didn't have the suite of like a million stuff or like disappearing bonuses or like not any of that or like webinar only. It was literally... If you pay in full, you will get to talk to her. You have three days, okay? So I don't want you thinking that you need to have all of these extra things. And oh my goodness, now I have to have time to create these extra things. You don't. But that's really what phase one is all about. And making sure you set up that VIP list, guys, super, super important. So that will actually help you if you need to take and tweak your offer as you're going along, which will definitely happen, like definitely happen, guys. You can be able to have a group of people who are really interested and in talking about that. Phase number two is a lot of planning around the content that is going to be your actual launch trigger. So it's about your webinar. It's about your only your blog posts, your podcast episodes, say your weekly YouTube videos, all that sort of stuff that you're going to put out in a timely manner. The emails that you're going to write to your list, like your normal newsletter list that are going to start seeding about this program coming. Okay. You don't want to take people by surprise. I think that's one of the biggest issues, especially in the business to consumer and business to business space and both of them really is that you need to give people time. Now, my technique is a little bit different where I'm just gonna straight up tell you like, this is what's gonna cost. This is how much it's gonna cost for the VIB level. So make sure you're on my email list to hear about that one. And start saving. Because I do not want the excuse that somebody says like, I do not have the money, but I know I need this. If you know you need this, you're going to be able to find other ways. Like I am offering payment plans. So like, okay, now you gotta hustle a little harder. Now you gotta implement what I'm talking about. Maybe you've gotta drive Lyft, you know what I mean? But I want people to not be like, oh my goodness, I need to come up with all of this money in three days. Like I'm starting to tell you now, okay? Like I'm starting to tell you now. So that is really it guys for this. Make sure that you actually have a content plan for after your launch as well, because you're gonna need to have that onboarding process, that time you know, with your new clients that you've got. You're gonna need to have time with your new students. You're gonna need to have all that sort of set up and you need a lot of self-care in there as well. So that is it for this episode guys. And it was a little bit rambly. I tried to put in phases. So that way you guys could hear about it. But really, you know, phase one is the pre-work. Phase two, I like to think of more as the content planning and framework. Phase three, you're actually starting to create stuff and getting it out there. And phase four, it's just going balls to the wall with it, guys. Balls to the wall. Make sure everyone is seeing this stuff. Talk about the same stuff on repeat. Try to expand your audience as much as humanly possible, guys. And that is it. So I will see you guys in the next episode of Inbox Besties. I actually have an interview lined up for next week from one of our students from a Love Your List. You're definitely going to want to check it out. It's not about Love Your List for the record. I just tend to attract really amazing students. So we're going to have a couple of those episodes. You're going to have a couple bonus episodes for me as well. So we've got ones about freelancing. We've got ones about doing a scalable business. We have one about setting up your business after dark. It is just, oh, there are just so many great, great interviews. They just happen to be some students of mine. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now.
And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review before you leave. I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.